0: episode 33. Once you open your mind, there is no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having a life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Sid Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Sid, And today's episode is about feeling failed or failure mindset. We'll be giving you some kind of strategies and hacks how you can actually apply them in your real life. And these strategies are based on science and some strategic methods. So without wasting any time, let's do this. So many of us have experienced failure. We have failed many, many times. And we have recovered from it. But most of us recover fine like we know it's okay, it's part of life. But some of us don't. Failure leaves this permanent profound feeling of always looking out for failure. We are constantly looking for disappointment. Why some of us recover while others don't? That's the question we asked before even doing this. I was like, why do some people recover from it and others don't? Let's talk about what exactly this failure does to us. It forms feelings of failure, limiting beliefs, and these beliefs, they become barriers to our future success. We start saying things like, we can't do this, or this won't work, or it's not doable, you you name it. I have to admit, I have done this so many times, and I see many people around me doing this, and I'm sure many people in our audience have been there at some point in their lives as well. This practice of failure mindset is so destructive for us because it keeps us so focused on our mistakes that we totally overlook our own contributions, achievements and successes we had prior to this just one mistake. It seems like eighty twenty productivity rule applies to failure as well. (laughs) Seems like we overlook 80% of the good things we have achieved in our lives for those 20% of the things that didn't work out. Now take for an example Da Vinci. He created many works of art and some for that time period were considered failed attempts and even he himself discarded many of them. But today just because of the success of Mona Lisa and how it's remembered in the history, every single thing including the failed ones that Da Vinci created, they're all considered high value. All that matters is how it all ends. Life is kind of like a journey. Just remember, you're going to have hiccups and ups and downs, bad roads. But end of the day, if you ended the journey on an up note, that's it. You did it. Just kind of like Da Vinci did. Now, there are two popular schools of thought when it comes to viewing failure from professional perspective. Number one, you either succeed or you learn. Number two, success is a direct outcome of proper planning and execution. Basically, they're indirectly saying, if you didn't plan well, then you failed. Problem with the first thought is, if you are an entrepreneur who gets funded to start their company and you failed, in your mind, you will be like, okay, I failed, but I learned, but what about the money? What about the money that was lost? What about the investors? I guess they learned as well not to trust you anymore. <laughs> I think the truth is somewhere in the middle of both ideas. If you did plan and executed effectively and for some whatever unforeseen reason you failed, that's a learning lesson. And what what you need to do is then you need to go back and trace your steps and in the planning and execution stage, what exactly did you overlook? What exactly was not in your control? Because sometimes we fail because of the situations that are not in our control. It could be, for example, like if you're doing a project in an area that's prone to natural disasters, that's not considered unforeseen thing because you should know that that area is prone to natural disasters. But if you're actually just going about your day, you took that project and something like that happens, It's not really your fault. You have to be able to distinguish where exactly you executed right and where things were actually out of your control. That doesn't mean that you start giving yourself excuses that almost everything was out of your control. Most solo entrepreneurs, small businesses, don't have access to the marketing and research funding like large corporations do. I have worked and I have tried many strategies and I have failed numerous times and most of the times I was also successful. But I wouldn't be able to try and test these things and even afford them, even if I was making over $1 million a year. There are benefits to working in a big corporation where you actually get to try these things more or less on their cost and you learn from their mistakes because they can afford it. But as a solo entrepreneur, you can't. Or a small business, you just can't. So now here are a few strategies and hacks that you can apply to minimize your failures. number one project management number two time management and priority setting third burnout management so we will discuss project management in our coming episodes in further detail but in essence try to break down the process in as much detail possible time management we discussed and we'll leave the link in our show notes So you can actually go back to that episode. For priority setting, we also have an upcoming episode. But I'll give you three ways to tackle it. Number one, overall impact assessment. Identify how much impact this thing will have. So let's say you have priorities A, B, and C. If you decided not to do A and you choose B, what's the impact of A overall? So you need to know the impact of that priority versus the other one. Second one is time allocation, meaning time needed to finish or mitigate the task or the project. Third one, personal impact. This relates to stress. There are certain priorities that might have very similar impact. If you were to do A or B, they have more or less similar impact. Now you need to actually see which one is stressing you out the most. These are the three things to keep in mind when you're setting priorities. Now, burnout management. It's one of the most common reasons why many businesses fail. Because we tackle it wrong. We give it all just to reach one point. We tackle it like a sprint just to find out that it was just the beginning and we have a long way to go. So we need to change our mindset and we need to start seeing this like hiking a mountain or running a marathon with very little or no knowledge of the track. So in that case, You're not rushing to reach the uphill and just to find out, the next hill after that is even steeper. You need to have a long-term approach. That's why we kind of focus on this podcast about the basics. That's why if you notice, initial episodes of this podcast were more about brain hacks. That was actually intentional to eliminate the listeners who were just here to get maybe rich quick Topics, those are not our target audience. Our target audience are life enthusiasts who want to go far than just making money and want to do something much bigger as opposed to doing cookie cutter ways. There are two chemicals that are responsible for burnout. Please listen to episode 12 and 13 where we discuss dopamine and serotonin in detail. You can work long hours as long as you know how to feed your brain. It's kind of like same principle that applies if you're running a marathon and you don't stay hydrated, you will pass out. As long as you feed your brain, these chemicals has a lot to do with it. Now we'll be giving you three effective brain optimizers that you can add to your daily routine and they will actually impact you significantly. And also the way you actually tackle tasks, challenges, and you go on about your life. First one is vitamin B3, vitamin B12, And omega 3s that are high in EPA and DHA. In our show notes, you will find all the links to the podcast where we discuss further in detail about all three vitamins. We all encounter so many challenges in our lifetime. Eventually, we all find our own ways to deal with it. Some of us find more productive ways and fearless ways, while others settle for fear or destructive ones. End of the day, it's your choice how you decide to deal with life challenges. Even if you disagree with me or disagree with some of the methods mentioned today in this episode, then I request please take one thing from this episode. Whether you choose to live productive or destructive, either way, life and everything around you will still go on. So why not choose your life to live fearlessly and make present the best moment so far in your life? Thank you for tuning in please head over to www.joelsid.com to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you liked today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.